0: Leaves tastes good like a beer should. You said it. Lucky strike means fine tobacco. <laughs> Try a frosty cold glass of Bavarian right away. What's
1: that you say?
0: No boulder dash or bologna. Here.
2: everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. No matter how you take your hooch, we've got something ice cold and on tap. Now, serving it to you straight and unfiltered, here are Craig, Scott, and Dan. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Unfiltered Gentlemen. Thanks for listening, joining. Most importantly, thanks for drinking along. We are the Unfiltered Gentlemen. I am Greg. That is Scott. What's up? And that is Dan. Whoa. <laughs> You guys sound identical right there. Yeah, well, I don't know what that was about. Yeah. Who, who those guys were. <laughs> I, I don't know. Get them out. Yeah, creeps. Good Lord. Yeah. Thanks for listening and drinking along with us. A uh, huge shout out to our top listening city of last week, which was El Cajon, California. Whoa. Which I believe is down near San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. 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 They got the Cajones. <laughs> yes, They do. That'd be a great. It's like their high school with like El Cajon High, <laughs> and they're the Cajones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Anybody from El Cajon, please let us know what the high school mascot is. Yes. Because if it's not the Cajones, I will never come again.
1: Should be something cool. Yeah. It
2: better be. So thank you all for listening. Don't forget to hashtag show us your beers when you're on the social medias and you're posting up those beer pictures. Uh, and don't forget to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever you're listening to. Give us a nice little rating and review on there. Helps other the people find the show. That's how the weird algorithms work. Um, our burp word of the week is delivery. Not deliverance. Woo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but delivery. <whistles> yes. How,
0: don't make it Fire. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, we'll get to that <laughs> in the booze news. You'll find I was, out
1: why. I'm so nervous. <laughs>
2: yeah. Delivery, delivery, delivery. Okay.
1: Yeah. Speedy delivery. Oh, there's no yokels in the back with shotguns or anything.
2: No. Yeah, we're safe. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we might be safe, but we're also a little sober. Let's get things going here. Grab your libations, pals. Oh, yeah. It's time
1: for beer of the week.
2: And if
0: you're drinking well, you
1: know that you my friend. And I say, I think I'll have myself a beer. We are definitely having ourselves Oh, a my beer. God. Let me <laughs> tell you something. This is delicious. <laughs> I'm surprised
2: Dan has any left. Oh, my God. Man. Thanks to uh, our friends that we mentioned last week, Davis and Brian, for bringing nice. this one out from Colorado. We are drinking Weldworks Brewing Juicy Bits. Any IPA, six point seven percent, four point two five on Untapped, and four point three two from BA. They brought us some high rated beers. Dude, last week we had uh, the the liquids uh, finest. Was it Lawson's Finest Liquid Sip of Sunshine? That was four point three nine on Untapped, and the four noses was three nine two. This one's four two five. They got a nose for beer. Yes, they do. Uh, From Weldworks they say Our version of a New England style IPA Featuring a huge citrus and tropical fruit Hop character from the Mosaic Citra And El Dorado hops And softer smoother mouthfeel From the adjusted water chemistry Higher protein malts And lower attenuation The end result is a beer reminiscent of citrus juice With extra pulp Thus the name
1: Juicy Bits Juicy Bits Yeah I think Dan hated this one (laughs) You know, it's funny, like, it, and it's not labeled as a hazy. Well, it's a New England IPA. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, is, is this like the first one we've had since March? First IPA or New England IPA? Oh, uh, well, first yeah, hazy. New England. Yeah, kind of hazy.
2: It might be the first one we've had since the tournament I don't know why this is so welcome right now Yeah, We've we've kind of been avoiding yeah. them yeah. yeah They really uh, I were, think so punching us in it, the face but <laughs>
1: Even outside of the show I think I've been kind of avoiding them too Just because we had so many It's like alright Gotta get a break from that But I think this is the first one we've had It feels like it Because I'm just like back in love with it again yeah. Yeah. It is delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: thanks again to Davis and Brian for
1: bringing oh this God. one out. Mine's and, gone.
2: Yeah, it's, it is gone. Yeah. This is like drinking the mimosa of of IPAs. Yeah. Like, it's juicy, it's tropical, a little bit of citrus in there. I can sip on this all day long. Mm-hmm. Never getting old. Scott, fan? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. you have any left? I you still have a little bit left. All right. A little more <laughs> yeah. self-control than Dan over yeah, there. Yeah, I, I lost it. control. Yeah, just I thought maybe he poured it out, but... He poured it out down his face. He sure did. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So, anyways, thank you to Davis and Brian once again. This is this is phenomenal. So, uh, we'll be enjoying this one for well, for as long as it lasts. Perfect
1: name too. Juicy juicy bits. Gotta love those juicy bits. Yeah almost sounds dirty. A little bit. Yeah, you see those juice bits. Yeah, that's why I told the beer. So
2: give me those <laughs> juicy bits. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, let's move our way into some crotch. Well, before we do, I should say, uh, we do have another intergrand drunk story from our time at Freelings Fest and some very important booze news to get to in addition to, of course, uh, Beer Baby of the Week and uh, a-, a tasty bullpen beer that Scott brought us that I'm very much looking forward to. But let's crack things off. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a Crotch Talk. I don't know that I have a grievance. Uh, I did finally bottle the Mm. latest of my homebrew. It's a brown, same recipe that I brewed a couple times before, except this time I soaked some oak chips in bourbon for, I believe, three weeks. Ooh. And then dumped those chips into the beer, let it sit in there for another Weekend some change, and then I bottled it over the weekend.
1: Yummy. So, yeah,
2: hopefully. I've never done oak before, so we'll see how this turns out. Um, Can't hurt. We'll find out. I guess, I mean, it could. It's going to make uh, it a little
1: toasty. Yeah.
2: so a little bourbon, a little oaky. I tasted it as I was bottling just a little sample of it, and uh, it was pretty oaky. Not super bourbon. I was hoping for a little more of that bourbon taste, but uh didn't quite get that. Mm, okay. Um uh, but the oak was definitely there. So if you're into like oak aged beers, I think this is gonna be the jam. We'll see what it tastes like once it's carved up a little bit. Hopefully good. Right on. Ooh, right. Um I just I wrote this down because I thought it was hilarious when it happened the other day. I started to type something out. My phone is now autocorrecting certain words to Enegrin. We apparently talk about and I and I tell people about or text about going to, who knows? <laughs> integrin so much that like things that start with E are now like my phone tries to predict oh, the text, awesome. you know? It now predicts anything I start with an E to integrin. Wow. wow. I am truly a uh alcohol i mean uh <laughs> enthusiast oh truly a th- enthusiast my so.
1: phone one time like i was trying to i think i was texting someone for like the draft or something one of my you know the football draft or something right and i'm like hey can you bring some drinks you know or something like that and said, Oh, can i bring something it's just bring drinks and we're good you know and i was gonna i was like just bring dr and then as you Bunk. know suggestion <laughs> it put drunk tastic <laughs> I'm like, wow. I've never texted that, that I know of. Right. I was like, I don't think I have. Maybe when you get smashed, yeah,
2: <laughs> text out drunk tastic.
1: He's <laughs> like, did you mean drunk tastic? I'm like, no, but thanks. But I will be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's a great word. Phone Coolio should use that. <laughs> right. I'm aboard my drunk tastic <laughs> <Drunk-tastic> voyage. Drunk tastic voyage.
2: That'd be so good. Oh man. Uh, and then finally, you know, we talk about the uh, the hazy, and it made me think of this. You're right. I haven't been seeking out those hazies. But I did go to a Firestone Tap Takeover with uh, one of our friends, Sandro, from the Booze League. He was leading that thing. He works for Firestone. And they had their Pink Boots with the Fur on Tap, which is their Pink Boots Society oh, yeah. collaboration, Hazy IPA. Oh, my God. That is so good. We talked about it on Beer Harmony a show or two ago. So good. One of the best hazies I've ever had. And uh, I could not get enough of that. Like They're like, oh, we have... a. Uh, uh, one of the parabolas from twenty fifteen and we I was like, I'll take a taste of that, but give me a couple of pints of the pink boots. Like <laughs> it is just so good I could not get enough. So mm. anybody else? Anything we need to uh share before we move on?
3: Um, if you're talking about grievances, I'll just talking about um a week ago or whatever the wife and I went to um I think Home Goods, I think was the name of the store. You guys ever been there? I'm already
2: pissed. I hate that place. Oh, I don't mind.
3: The store wasn't my problem. Oh, I hate that store. Um, When we went in, it's a very quiet store, at least when we we went in. Then you showed your ass. And then I showed (laughs) my ass, and it got noisy. My ass. (laughs) (laughs) Throwback to a few shows ago. (laughs) Um, Except for this one lady, and I got so annoyed because she's talking on her phone, loud, Course, so was, you can hear it all over the store, and shit. it's on speaker. So now oh I'm my, hearing. I don't get that. I hate that. I'm hearing her, her conversation, and it got to the point where I so, I got so pissed off, and where the wife would be like, "Well, what do you think about this pillow?" And I, I'm not going to yell in the f- microphone here, but I just talked loud to so the whole store came and go. Oh yes, this is such a nice color. Let's just check this color. Let's and, and she's your like, wife's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" She's, well, she's like, "What are you doing?" I go because she's annoying me, and and. She goes, be nice, be nice. I go, no, that's I, I don't be nice, and it just was so annoying. I couldn't. I hate when people think that they're so important that I have to hear
2: their conversation with somebody else. I've actually gone up to people like that, stood next to them, and responded to what they're saying.
3: Really? (laughs) Yeah, I'll just have the conversation with them. Yeah, I'm gonna. And they
2: look at you like you're the crazy one, right? It's like, bitch, your speakerphone is so loud; the entire store could hear it.
3: Right. I don't care about. Your school, she's a teacher because I found that out because she, remember, you probably know her social security number by I, now. Yeah, oh, man,
1: I, I know way too much about the. Her fat ass, and uh, her friend. See that, that? I really want to know. And that's the problem with this shit, man. It's like back in the days when you had a cell phone. and I'm talking one of those, one of those fucking bricks back no, in the Nokia <laughs> 3300. Yeah. I was
2: literally just talking about my first Nokia the other day. <laughs> I had to look up like what the number was. It was like a 3300. I think yeah.
1: snake two. I'm talking about like the, oh, the, the very, 90s, the when they first, the first came cell out. phones. Yeah, yeah, when it was like big ass phones. Yeah, you, you uh, when you had one, you were like a sports like agent. Mm, yeah. Oh, oh, those oh, ones. Yeah, or like a, a stockbroker, or like a rap mogul, right. or something. Drug dealer. Yeah. yeah. So it's like back in the days when you had a cell phone, is because you could not miss a call. It was an important <laughs> call. You were an important person. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Now it's like everyone thinks they're so goddamn important because of these fucking phones, uh, man. They're so irritating. The
2: last place I lived, there was a park right across the street, and it had a really nice circumference to it. You could do the outside of it, and it was just almost a mile. So you did a few laps around the park. You got a couple mile walk. It was always really nice without fail every time i went out to walk the park this stupid old lady was always out there and she'd be walking around she'd be holding her her phone up to her face like it was a fucking pop tart uh, on speaker phone uh, oh it's like God. why don't you just put it you're already that. up to your face just put it up to your ear or get some headphones yeah. you don't have to hold it at all that's that's why i always wear headphones i don't have to hold my phone and people don't have to hear my conversation exactly it's like what are you doing we hear her a conversation we walk around the park it's like shut up uh-huh. So annoying. There's, it's a, it's a sign of narcissism. You're so into yourself. Yeah, or it has to be. Yeah. yeah. Or just so goddamn clueless. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It really- I mean, first of all, I hate talking on the phone in the first place. Mm-hmm.
3: And when I do, usually if I'm in like inside somewhere and if it's going to be like, this is going to
2: take a while, I'll go outside. Yeah. Because I don't want to to me, it's rude. Well, and I certainly won't put it on speakerphone. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Like, I might put my, my AirPods in. And then, but I find that I talk quieter and I don't realize it. People are like, I can't hear you all. So I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm inside. and I'm trying not to be that douche. Yeah. So, yeah, that is annoying. It is. Agreed. Yeah. Everything else good for everybody? Oh, yeah. Other than that, <laughs> yeah. my life is great. Got some hazies yeah. going. Now we're yeah. good. Uh, beer quote. Beer quote of the week. Mm-hmm. In wine, there is wisdom. In beer, there is freedom. In water, there is bacteria.
1: Have some of that. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin. Oh, that's right. The yes. man on All the window.
2: Right. Yep. Benjamin this Franklin.
1: Be F. He's a wise man.
2: He discovered electricity. That's right. Very wise man indeed. And he's one of my favorite
1: dollar bills. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Let's have some of that. With, yeah. Which one is he on? Hundo. Oh, right? Benjamin's. No wonder. I, yeah. I, I
3: never
2: see those, so I don't know.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll show
2: you one someday. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's class things up. There's nothing better than a babe with craft beer. It's time for Beer Babe of the Week. Yes, it is. Her name is Susie. You can follow her. Good news, Scott. You can follow her on the Instagrams. All one word, no space. Okay. Dr. dashes. at Susie on tap. Okay. S-U-S-I-E on tap. She's on tap. She's on <laughs> tap. And in this one, she is drinking Mango something smoothie double IPA from Decadent Ales. It's very colorful. Can art is really. It's yes. like it's like what wine was doing five years ago, where you'd like look at a wine label, and be like, oh, that looks good. I'll I'll drink it." Uh-huh. Now, like beer cans are I'm finally caught you, on. Man. That's so, how they get me. It is. Yeah, I, nope. I've been burnt.
1: Yeah, oh, you been, really like that.
2: Yeah, checking out cans and stuff. I haven't been
1: swayed the wrong way yet.
2: No, uh-uh. just be careful. I have been like. Ooh, that's a great-looking can. Maybe uh, it's a good beer. One of my favorite cans, though, is that one that you brought, uh, the, the Kerhoppen. Oh, the oh, that's right. That was a cool one. That's a cool can, the underwater theme oh, and everything. Oh, man. I that like that one. That was awesome. That was a good can. It's in
1: the Mount Rushmore of cans, <laughs> I think. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah, so if you guys have good cans to post, hashtag cans for cans. Do that. Uh, and then, when you're done with that, go follow Susie at Suzy on tap. All right, before we get to our bullpen beer and our booze news, let's visit And I think this is Dan's favorite from the day, uh, an integrated drunk story that we got when we were at Frillings Fest. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, okay. so uh, my name is Mark Hoffmeyer. I'm a writer and a stand-up, and uh, so I should just tell you the story. This is my story about my buddy Ernie uh, being drunk at Comic-Con. So I love Ernie to death, but my buddy Ernie's Hungarian, and to a Hungarian, when you're at Comic-Con and people offer you free beer, it's like, how much beer can I drink? Right. Rather than like, dude, you got to maintain because we have clients here. We're looking at stuff. Right. You got to be careful what you do. No, no, no. It's like they're offering me free beer. I'm going to drink as much beer as I can in an hour. Right. I got an hour. I'm going to drink all this beer. So here's the thing I learned about my buddy Ernie drinking beer. A. Ernie gets a little belligerent when he's drunk. Right. He's not a happy drunk. He's a little bit of a belligerent drunk. Right. It's an Eastern European thing. Okay, it's not a happy English soccer fan thing. It's a Eastern European, I'm angry that there's communism thing. Okay, so Ernie gets a little drunk. We're at Comic-Con, so we show up where the bus is supposed to take us, the shuttle bus, take us back to the hotel. Well, the bus is pulling away as we show up, and Ernie decides that bus has to stop for... Hey! He yells at the bus, and he starts banging on the bus door. Bam! Hey, Stop! right? He's banging on the bus and the, the bus stops and the door opens and Ernie thinks we're getting on the bus. And I'm like, the driver comes out and he goes, Hey man, stop banging on my bus. And Ernie's drunk. So he's like, I just wanted to go back to my hotel. Hey, hey man, don't bang on my bus and step off. Oh uh, dude, just let us on the bus. No. So I'm like, Hey Ernie, let's call an Uber. We'll call an Uber. How about we call Uber, right? It's on it. Fine, we'll call Uber. The bus pulls away. Now, I make the mistake. This is the lesson I've learned. The lesson I've learned is don't call Uber on your Uber account when your buddy is drunk. Let your buddy call Uber on his Uber account when he's drunk. So I call Uber. Uber shows up. We get in the Uber. We're driving away. We're going back to the hotel. And Ernie is like giving the Uber driver directions. Why are you on the freeway you should have turned left I'm like Ernie maintain man maintain right he's got a he's got a thing on his phone it's telling him where to go okay why are we on the freeway it's it's because the thing on his phone is hey dude you should have turned left. I'm like chill chill out right we finally get back to our hotel and I'm like I'm like dude why are you yelling at the uber driver it's on my uber he was going the wrong way so ernie wanders off to go to sleep and i'm like i finally realize uh, that like it's like okay this is on my uber how does this affect my uber score so i you know i google something what is your uber score and i see my uber score actually went down because of that uber <laughs> ride right my uber score went down i'd had a perfect uber score literally i had a perfect uber score and it went down because my drunk buddy ernie had been like belligerent to the Uber driver. This was before you could give Uber tips too. This was prior to Uber tips. So I couldn't like tip my way out of it. I was just like stuck with going from like like a 4.99 down to like in one night, like a 4.65 because my drunk buddy. Now, fortunately, he didn't barf in the Uber, right? Because that, right, that's probably worse. He barfs in the Uber and he's telling the Uber driver how to get there. The moral of my story is... If your buddy's drunk and you want to get an Uber ride, what you got to do is say, hey, dude, why don't you get out your phone and call an Uber? <laughs> okay, I'll do that. Because they're drunk, they're suggestible, and your score doesn't go down. So that's my tip to you. Your buddy's drunk. Make him call the Uber on his Uber. Thank you. That's my, that's my like drinking tip for the night. Thank you.
2: Everybody needs a good drinking tip. That is a good drinking yeah. drinkin yes. tip. We hung out with that guy for a while. He's hilarious. He's also yeah. a stand-up comedian. And I meant to pull his Twitter handle so I could give it out, and I totally forgot to. So I'm sorry. Oh, go shit. look him up. He said his name in the beginning. That's right. Yeah. So go look him up. Uh, how often do you encounter that? Like people like, why are you going oh. this way? Yeah, I, I get
3: that every now and then. Yeah, I, I remember one time, especially when I picked up a couple of guys. They're both drunk, except one of them who's like kind of half passed out, half you know mm-hmm. there. So he's way gone. Yeah, and every time we'd stop it, tastic. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, and. People don't know the area, but I picked him up in Oxnard, and I was taking him to Sadekoy. Okay. Every intersection- 20 but, minutes or so. Right. Every intersection that we stopped at, the half-passed-out, half-drunk guy would go, you got to turn left. You got to turn left. <laughs> and his buddy would be like, shut up, dude. Shut up. He knows where he's going. Just be quiet. Yeah. It's, uh, it's every intersection. Turn left right here. Turn left right here. Like, shut up. Eventually, you should just turn around and go, I'm Derek Zoolander. I can't turn left. <laughs> That'd Not an funny. ambi-turner. After a while, I thought maybe he's from NASCAR or something.
2: Oh, yeah. He only turns left. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> you wanted to go for a, a scenic route, dude, I guess. <laughs> take the scenic route. I had the opposite problem where I went to a beer festival in Vegas a few years back, and no one said anything because we were a little weirded out, but the Uber driver took us all the way around, like did go the wrong way, took us the longest route he could without being, you know, like he was going to kidnap us. And it took double the time and charged and this is before now Uber like tells you how much it's how much it's gonna be. Oh, in, yeah, and yeah, unless yeah. you do something, it's gonna be right at that price. Yeah. Back then it gave you an estimate. And it used to be within like a dollar or two of that estimate either way. Well, this is double what it was supposed to be. Oh shit. And he it, did this on purpose. He did it on purpose. Oh my god. Well, I can only imagine he did it on purpose because he's got a phone that tells him where to go. Right, yeah. yeah. And we had Uber to the event and we didn't come this way we went directly there down a certain street and yeah. whatever he took this like freeway went all the way around took twice oh. as long cost twice as much and it was an uber xl cuz there were six of us so it ended up being like a 150 dollars ride oh what a dick luckily my buddy like contacted uber immediately we weren't so drunk that we didn't realize it yeah. like we'd been at a beer festival we'd also been sitting there for an hour before we we called uber like we had some water we kind of I don't want to say we sobered up, but we uh, <laughs> calmed down a little bit, and we weren't so gone that we didn't know what was happening. So he immediately contacted Uber. Was like, if you look at my ride there, like it's same same pickup location went and drop off, you know, just swapped. You can look at my ride; you can see the route that he went versus the other guy, and it's double the price. Oh wow! And so they did refund him half of it, and then on top of that, gave me you know, like a ten dollar credit, like oh, right what on. Uber always does. But yeah, yeah this guy was yeah. a total douchebag. It's like, oh, these guys are drunk. I'll take them the other way and wow. you know, rack up the bill. So Took you for a ride, literally. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. He took me for a ride. Uh, that reminds me of something that I had not planned on, but I'm going to do it right now. I have a quick movie review. Nice. Have you guys heard of the movie Drive Angry? No. It is one of the, oh, fuck, I need money movies that Nick Cage did. Oh, really? Yes. I, oh, wow. It was on TV the other day, which makes it even better, because there's lots of cussing in it, and it's on TV, and so there's a lot of, like, mother fudgeons oh, and yeah. that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, a lot of horrible dub-overs where it's a completely different person and sometimes different sex doing the uh, the voiceover. The premise is Nick Cage escapes from hell by driving out. In a badass car.
1: I thought they got out the way Bill and Ted did.
2: No, a little different. (laughs) Okay. He he drove out. Because you can't have a Nick Cage movie without him in a car nowadays. Yeah. So he escapes from hell because his daughter was in this cult, and they killed her and took her baby, and were going to sacrifice her baby uh, in order to prove that they were a real religion or something. What? Already a stupid premise. Correct. So he shows up in this little town. He goes to this diner, finds this, uh, at the diner, there's this really nice, like, um, I don't know, 60-something Dodge Challenger parked out there, just souped up and ready to go. And he asks the waitress, like, is this yours? And it wasn't. It was the other waitresses. So he kind of swindles his way into getting a ride. And then uh, the lady the, who does give him, the girl who gives him a ride, first of all, smoking hot, Ooh. of course, uh, <laughs> takes him to her house where they walk in on her fiance pounding some other chick oh yeah and so I like uh, this movie already yeah so of course you know she leaves him and now she's uh nick cage's best friend and, <laughs> yeah
1: because he's the lesser of two evils. right I
2: guess. <laughs> she's all of a sudden a ride or die chick at this point uh they go on an adventure they're trying to find the the leader of this cult which looks strikingly like jim jones and uh not no relation and <laughs> <laughs> so there, it's this yeah, maybe there's this whole thing about trying to get to them, and and the accountant from hell is after Nick Cage because someone escaped, and you know they can't have escaping, oh, yeah. so trying to bring him back to hell. Uh, lots of just classic cars and explosions and people being <laughs> shot and heads being cut off, and it was I don't want to say a drink to get through it, but it was an awful movie. Huh. Like I I enjoyed it for how horrible it was. <laughs> <laughs> like it's definitely uh gather your friends and get ready for a piece of shit kind of thing really? like in a funny way you okay. know it was so bad like all the cg work was just horrendous so like sharknado quality oh cg man, that yeah. sucks. now the explosions were good most of the explosions were legit explosions because they don't have the cg
1: budget to fake it that's what i was gonna ask yeah
2: so that part was good there were some really nice cars in it which i can appreciate okay um but yeah anytime like, at one point, the accountant was, like, floating in air, and is like, oh, I can see the green around him. Like, they did <laughs> not do a very good job of keying him oh, out. Oh, man. How so, about the
1: car stuff? Was that stuff real?
2: For the most part.
1: Really? Yeah. It huh. is,
2: uh, but there wasn't... I mean, it wasn't, like, Duke's ass, where they're jumping off bridges and shit, oh, for the most okay. part. Now, there was one where, like, the you know, the accountant can't die, and neither can Nick Cage, because they're both from hell. They're already dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert. And, like, <laughs> there were a couple where, like, he tricks the accountant, and he you know, drives off a bridge and explodes or whatever. And, like... <laughs> That was kind of cool. There's a lot of good explosions right, for the most part. there's
1: no way. stakes, really, if they can't die. Exactly. Huh. That's um, interesting. It's yeah. Like, it just ends up being funny when people die. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So they kill a huh. lot of people.
2: Okay. Uh, and then, you know, they, they kind of work together in the end to to fuck with the guy who's trying to do the sacrifice. Uh, turns out the devil is the warden of a prison, by the way, just <laughs> in case you are wondering. That makes sense. Yeah. So uh, if you guys just need a shit movie to drink to (laughs) go check out drive angry how did you stumble on this one i shit you not is on channel (laughs) five
1: really yeah
2: and i had it just been on that channel and out here in southern california it's local news and it been on that channel because when i wake up saturday mornings i have a little coffee watch a little news before the lady friend wakes up i sound like an old man (laughs) i wake up and have some coffee watch the news (laughs) eat my prunes (laughs) Um, and it's just, we hadn't watched TV all day. So when we turned it on, like that was on. And we happened to turn on like the first 10 minutes. And I was like, Ooh, that's a nice car. And like, Ooh, that's a hot chick. Yeah. <laughs> and then it got to the point where like we were too invested that we couldn't turn it off. Oh, man. Like, we didn't know what the fuck we were watching, but we yeah. just couldn't turn it off. And it got to be like three in the morning. I was like, we just need to go to bed. She's like, well, you got to record it because we need to finish it tomorrow. Oh boy. So I shit you not. We wasted DVR space on oh, that thing and no, finished no. it the next day. Like oh, it,
1: it was horribly great. You, you know what? I wonder if I've heard of this movie actually. It was the hot chick Amber Heard? Yes. Thank oh, you. Oh, fuck. I have heard of this yeah. movie. Yeah. It did come out Super in theaters. Super hot blonde. It came it, out in no, theaters. No, it, it totally not. did. I think it came out like 3D. No way. Whoa. Yeah.
2: I what a shit did. movie to put in theaters! <laughs> I think it did. It Was in the theaters? I, I think so. Like my wow. TV,
1: my TV was too big to see it on.
2: Oh, man. let alone a movie screen. Wow. Fuck! I have to verify
1: this, but I'm pretty sure it did come out in theaters in. Uh, oh my god! It may have been about ten years ago, right? I have no idea. Okay, you know I, we'll have to do some research on that. Yeah, this was this was
2: not planned. No, yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that that was a movie worth watching if you like to watch crap. Yeah.
1: action movies and amber heard is hot oh yeah
2: come on yes fellas out there that are into watching movies for the ladies nope you can't go wrong with amber heard boy would i like to get me some of that <laughs> uh 2011 i'm oh, having a hard okay. time figuring out if it
1: was in theaters or not eight years ago you almost got it
2: yeah um i'll have to get back to you on that okay but uh yeah nick cage amber heard does it say who the accountant was? He's he's in some sitcoms nowadays. Oh, okay. Um sorry. Uh, William Fitch, Fichtner Hmm. If you saw him, you'd probably okay. probably recognize him.
1: So, But, uh, yeah, it was just a, a crap movie. <laughs>
2: it was awful. Because yeah,
1: I remember hearing about it. There was some. So I don't know if it went straight to DVD or if it was right into the, you know, if it was in mm-hmm. theaters or not. But I remember hearing about it and thinking, good God, that looks awful. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it
2: was. It was. It was truly awful. <laughs>
1: That's funny. I forgot all about that fucking movie, dude.
2: This is great. I'm on IMDb. And within, like, the first 15 cast member things, it's, you know, it's like, oh, uh, uh nick Cage's name was milton and then amber heard was piper and he just goes down and then guy with camera phone <laughs> latino busboy oh it's gonna be um, one of those movies huh? yep that's how good it was oh, damn it so uh, anyways uh drive angry there you go
1: drive angry uh all right drink angry yeah exactly
2: <laughs> let's not drink angry let's make a call of the pen
1: beer yes he does scott brought us one today (laughs) i think my beer was like in the bullpen like too long it's got jelly arm (laughs) (laughs) warmed up too oh yeah halfway through yeah
2: (laughs) that is a problem uh we are drinking stone brewing's espresso totalitarian imperial russian stout Try saying that when you're drunk. <laughs> uh ten point six percent, sixty-five IBUs, a four point zero nine an untapped, and a four point zero nine on BA. A lot of high rated beers recently. Yes, indeed. From Stone, with a beer as bold and robust as Stone To here we go again. Totalitarian <laughs> Imperial <laughs> Russian stout. They're just gonna sprinkle this description with that word. Uh it's not easy to build another level of flavor. That's why we used hundreds of pounds of espresso beans to give stone espresso totalitarian Imperial Russian style an added layer of rich, rich complexity. The coffee flavors meld beautifully with the roasty bitterness of the dark malts for an intense co- complement of flavors while staying true to the essence of this classic historical style. Yum. Mm. Yeah. Uh, first of all, my, my first observation: dangerous. This yes. is 10.6%. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. This uh,
1: drinks like a like a coffee frappuccino thing. Uh, yes. I, yeah, yeah. The, the, my beer's got a jelly arm. I got a jelly brain right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh man, I totally just w- down the hatch and now I'm like, "Oh yeah. Oh, it is a little
2: strong." Ten and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of on the nose, a lot of coffee, a hint of chocolate. On the on the tongue, there oh, man. hits you with that coffee. That ex- oh, yeah, the espresso, yeah, yeah, that comes in hot. It'll wake me up. Mm. I drink one every morning now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little a little uh, best part of waking up, <laughs> of course, is a stone espresso to an imperial Russian stout. After the coffee, I get a little bit of chocolate, but I think coffee is the big flavor here. A little bit of bitterness from that too.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's possible to drink three of these if it was on tap because after two, it'd be like. Yeah, I was drinking the espresso to <laughs> That's <laughs> like how they, the they know if they should cut you off or not. Yeah. sir, we're gonna
2: need you to say the full name. Yeah, Total. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said espresso t- Russian stout. Oh man. Yeah, this is a good Scott. Where'd you find this? Smart and final. Oh yeah, dude. dropping those classy joints. Yeah, very smart. Yeah, <laughs> and final. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you said this reminded you of uh, Chocovesa a bit. Yes. And that's why you brought it That's why, yeah. And yeah. I can get a lot of that same coffee and, and chocolate, no, you know, maybe minus the spice, but right. uh, same type of dessert-like qualities. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but like,
1: it'll boogie-woogie on your brain, man.
2: Yeah. I don't oh, think Choco Vesa yeah. is quite this boozy. No, it's not. I think it's in the single digits. Yeah, I'm really digging this. Yeah, this is dangeroso. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. hmm Everybody look out. Yes. Scott's Ubering tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's already on his third. Anybody need a ride? <laughs> yeah, Right <laughs> there, we go. Yeah, sir. Can you say the name of this beer? No, no. <laughs> I can't even say. I can't even say Uber. You're right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uber. <laughs> oh, this is. I can, you know what would be really good with this? Some mm. vanilla ice cream. Oh a, my god. A little beer float. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so Let's good. Do some of that. Good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. All right, but we have work to do. Oh. We have news to talk about. Extra, extra drink all about it. It's time for booze news. All right. Here's where our bird bird of the week comes from. Delivery. 7 Eleven launches a beer delivery service. Oh shit. In New York, Miami, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Dallas, and Chicago. So just the big cities. I guess so. Mm. Chicago. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Seven Eleven, for finally doing something great. Yes, kidding. Hopefully they deliver good craft beer. Now they said they're going to deliver all the big beer, and then listed off some of their craft offerings. But so far, all their all their list except for New Belgium was big beer. It was like we're going to deliver Kona and New Belgium and uh, like Elysian or some other stuff. I was like, all right, so you got one craft brewery. Yeah. There. It probably did, it varies by store because they might have different Correct. stuff on tap. But uh, all right, 7-Eleven, now we're doing something good here. You have the taps, what was it, in Texas, and now the beer delivery service in a major city near you. That's cool. Yes. After their $4.7 million lawsuit and spending $4.6 million on the largest marketing campa- campaign that they've ever done, the Craft Brew Alliance reports a seven point three million dollar first quarter loss. They are the Ooh. makers and owners of Kona Brewing, of course. Ooh. So we talked a few weeks back about the lawsuit that finally went through because they were uh, not happy that people people thought they were being brewed. It was being brewed in Hawaii, but. It's really being brewed stateside. Unless you're in Hawaii, that's the only Hawaiian beer you're getting. Right. Um, So that lawsuit mixes all their marketing. They're losing money. It's the first time in quite some time they've been losing money because Kona has been bringing up all the other brands. All the other brands are losing money except for Kona. So uh, suck it, Craft Brew Alliance. Yeah. Have some of that. Yeah. They are one-third, I believe, owned by Budweiser. Uh, Gordon Biersch, co-founder, reclaims majority stake in the decades-old brewery, Dan Gordon. So there really was a Gordon and a Biersch of the original Gordon beers. Oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Neither did I. Dan Gordon has regained majority control of Gordon Biersch Brewing Company. A new investor group reassembled, or excuse me, assembled by Gordon has acquired the San Jose, California-based production brewery from the Fertita family, founders of Nevada Station, Casinos, and Zufa, the, the uh, parent company of UFC, oh, which yeah. sold, yeah, for more than $4 billion to WE. Meimg in 2016. Financial terms of the deal, which closed on March 1st, were not disclosed. But speaking to Brewbound, which is where I got the story from, Dan Gordon declined to share the sale price, but said Frank and Lorenzo Fortida were extremely generous and sold the business back at an incredible rate. It was basically an exercise in generosity on their part. He said they wanted me to realize my dreams. Uh, my dream is basically what it came down to. So uh, nearly 24 years ago, Gordon and co-founder Dean Biersch sold a controlling interest in the company too for Tita Enterprises. Gordon and Biersch, who owned 75% of the business at the time of the 95 sale, retained a minority stake in the business. So basically, he bought it back for the most part. He did not buy back all their restaurant chains, just the brewery, but uh, they went on to say that like 90% of their production is contract brewing, not their own stuff. Huh. Which is quite interesting, you know, like they do the Costco the Kirkland craft is Gordon Beer, oh, okay, a lot of stuff you see where it's like that place's name and a beer is Gordon beer, especially in California, interesting, yeah, so they they brew a lot of uh contract brewing, so uh yeah, here it is ninety percent of their ninety thousand barrels are uh produced for other companies, so crazy. Yep, we shall see what happens. Uh, Texas strips the beer-to-go sales amendment from a bill that was going to be passed, and now if breweries want to sell beer-to-go, they have to wait until the 2021 legislative session. Way to go, Tejas. Yeah. Uh, You can drink beer in a 7-Eleven, but you can't take it home from a brewery. (laughs) Makes sense to me. Um, Arcadia Brewing in Kalamazoo, Michigan sold to a bank. And that bank names West Michigan Brewing as a new operator. So no more Arcadia Brewing, which was they were a pretty big name in craft beer. And they had a huge facility. So uh, West Michigan Brewing is, is getting quite the name and the location. I hear they're still going to produce the name, but they're no longer going to be the brewery. <laughs> Arcadia. Arcadia, yes. <laughs> in Kalamazoo, Lord Hobo is releasing their first 18-pack. Of beer. It's their Freebird Ale and it's 5.5%. I don't think I've ever had anything bad from Lord Hobo. Brew (laughs) Freebird. Everybody get your lighters out. Sierra Nevada is collaborating on their 2019 Oktoberfest beer, this time with Bitburger. You know, every year they collaborate with a different German brewery for the Oktoberfest beer. So this year is Bitburger for the 2019 Collabo, and they'll start being available towards the end of July. And this might be my favorite story.
1: I was waiting for this one.
2: Over the night. I mean, just the headline alone. Oh, I yeah. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man driving lawnmower. <laughs> I mean, that's good right there. Accused of striking police cruiser while drunk. Love it. Yeah, it only gets better. Florida authorities say they arrested an inebri- inebriated man on a lawnmower who slammed into a police officer's parked, unoccupied
1: cruiser. <laughs> How the- fast is this lawnmower? Is this like Bobby Boucher <laughs> status?
2: Tim the Toolman Taylor souped yeah. up his lawnmower. Needs more power. <laughs> <laughs> the alleged alcohol fueled fender bender in Haines City on Saturday evening caused minor damage to the cruiser's bumper and led to the arrest of Gary Anderson, 68, who police said it had a blood alcohol level three times the legal limit. Wow. The officer was on call when he heard a loud bang from inside a store. Anderson allegedly told the officer he struck the cruiser but denied causing any damage. He also allegedly admitted to being drunk. Anderson reportedly had a trailer with a large cooler attached to the lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> I... <I'm, laughs> so, uh, sounds like stone cold. Right? Like <laughs> good, so good Lord. Uh, Haines City Police Chief Jim Olenski says, I'm proud of the professional demeanor officers showed when dealing with this heavily intoxicated belligerent offender. It's never a good idea to get behind the wheel drunk, even if that wheel is to a craftsman or John Deere.
1: <laughs> yeah. But this guy was trying to be it's like, I'm just gonna play it safe and take the lawnmower. There's no law against that. <laughs> right. Oh,
2: that gets addressed.
1: It's like since there's no law, I'm gonna take this cooler with me. Yeah.
2: While in custody, Anderson was driven to a hospital after he accused officers of trying to poison him with cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Police said there was cocaine in Anderson's system when he was arrested. Uh. Yes it gets a little bit better because the station reported that Anderson allegedly told officers his driver's license was suspended 41 years ago Oops. and he has never gotten it back. <laughs> Anderson was charged with committing a third DUI offense in 10 years and refusing to
1: submit to a DUI test. That's awesome. That is great. You think about it with 68, so 41, it would have been 27 when you lost the license, right? Suspended. Yeah. He's gotten by that long. On, on a lawnmower. Hey, 68 <laughs> years old. That's a bucket list. Go ram a police car at this <laughs> yeah, point. With a cooler La- of beer behind you.
2: <laughs> lawnmower <laughs> with a trailer attached. A
1: trailer of beer. Good <laughs> Lord.
2: That kind of thing only happens in Florida. On
1: Coke. Yeah. You gotta love it.
2: I love that. And he's so smart. These police officers were poisoning me with cocaine. Oh, uh, preemptively striking. So that way when he got tested, there was a, a reason for the Coke in his hey, system. You
1: got to, you got to play it one step ahead. It's chess, not checkers. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And he was all over it. So uh, our salute to you, Mr. Anderson.
2: That's everything. That's it. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for joining along. Don't forget to find us at uh, gonna see the unfiltered gentleman.com. You're going to see the new logo rolling out by now. It's uh 150s when I want or when we uh, plan to have everything changed over to the new logo. Hopefully that works out smoothly. I doubt that'll happen. <laughs> um, but uh, so we're on 149. You should be seeing the logo popping up here and there as things Ooh. finally start to update and refresh and all that stuff. So look out for that. Theunfilteredgentleman.com at the unfiltered gentleman on all the social medias except Twitter at unfilteredgents. Our number to call and to leave drunk voicemails, 805-538-BEER. It's 2337. And uh, hope everyone out there, in the meantime, is staying hydrated. So on that note, good night, everybody.